0: Welcome to Finding Your Voice After 40, a weekly podcast that includes interviews with multicultural women and men over the age of 40 who have gone from ordinary to extraordinary living. I am your host, Kenya McGuire-Johnson, and as an artist, educator, and certified health, wellness, and mindset coach, my goal is to share incredible interviews and stories of people you may know or you may not know who are reclaiming and renewing their lives. Whether you're over 40 or not quite there yet, each week you will be inspired to thrive and not simply survive. Remember, change is inevitable, but growth is optional to learn more about our amazing self-care and wellness holistic services head on over to www.findingyourvoiceafter40.com or to get bonus episodes head over to our Patreon and become a subscriber at patreon.com/findingyourvoice and welcome back to Finding Your Voice After 40 with me your host Kenya and what an exciting episode 10 this is going to be because the day that this episode releases is the day before I turn 50. <laughs> Hence the title of the episode, 50 and flourishing, even when there is loss. Ah, so we've got a goodie one, a really goodie in store for you. Um, Yep, this is definitely after 40. I am officially turning 50, which is just wackadoodle to me. I just really still can't believe I'm saying that out loud, but I'm excited. And in this episode, um, I really try to share some vulnerable spaces with you of some losses that I have had, um, mostly in my mid to late 40s, but ah, how they have set me up. For so much flourishing movement and growth and development in my life. And so I'm hoping that by sharing this nugget, um, you too, whatever point you're in your life, can begin to understand that often, in order to really get to the belly of a flourish, we have to we have to go through a loss. Often our biggest gains are from our biggest losses. And so I think sometimes it can feel like, why the am I going through these things? And we have to learn to surrender and to let go and to in fact experience the loss because that is setting us up. It is so setting us up for a gain. And it comes, you know, I know it can come and feel like a really heavy price. But I think the gain, if you allow yourself to get more in the mindset of the flourish, you'll understand that the gain, the gain is just, uh, it's, it's probably bigger than what you can fathom, honestly. So that's what this episode is about. It's a shorter episode because it's my birthday. I need to be, I need to be out and about. I need to be, come on now. (laughs) But before we really tap in you know, to our to that episode, I still want to kind of share some things. One of the things I mentioned in the episode is about doing a free discovery call with me. And I just wanna say, you know, we're starting to have people listening to the podcast, feeling a sense of inspiration, feeling some motivation to move through their lives in a different way. And so they've been booking free discovery calls with me. And it's been really wonderful to meet you. It's been really wonderful to hear your stories and to see how I, in fact, could offer um, something for you, something to to, to think about. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's just really cool. So if you are wanting to um, experience that, please feel free. Um, we have the link in the show notes to book a free discovery call. And again, if it's not something that any of my services can assist you with, I'm always happy to refer you. Um, if I know of something better. So make sure um, you just check the show notes for how to book a free discovery call, or you can just go to findingyourvoiceafter40.com, and that's 40.com, all in the show notes. So, all right, we have to do our Thursday Thrive quote so that we can keep it thriving, keep it moving, and then give you some journal prompts. So here we are. I accept myself wholly and unconditionally. Say that again. I accept myself wholly and unconditionally. And I would love for you to reflect and or journal on the following questions. What are the things I dislike most about myself that I cannot change? How can I practice self-acceptance starting today? Let me say that again. What are the things I dislike most about myself that I cannot change? How can I practice self-acceptance starting today? So reflect on that goodie. Think about it. Think about it. Journal. Reflect. Do all the things. And, uh, Before you get all into that, though, dig into this episode, (laughs) dig into this episode and all the other Scorpios out there. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. And uh, yeah, let's dig in. Me, I want to please me. It's time that I do a few things for me That will make my birthday great Happy birthday to me Happy birthday to me Happy birthday, dear me Happy birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I never do that. I promise you this is the very first time I've ever seen happy birthday to me. But when you're turning 50, when you're turning the big five zero, <laughs> you have to be willing to doing things differently, you know. so yeah, it's really, really, um, exciting. Um, feel really blessed, um, to in fact be turning 50. It's just crazy. And so this is episode 10. Um, and I've announced that in the little intro, but we are, um, Going to take a pause from my interviews as I talk not too long this time, I promise, not too long, um, about 50 and flourishing even when there's loss. And I thought really long and hard, you know, my actual birthday by the time, if you're listening to this the day that we release, which is November 10th, my birthday is actually tomorrow, November 11th. I am 11-11, baby. And that means a whole lot that I'm not going to have time to break down having the numbers 11 like that. 11 is a very high frequency number in the whole kind of spiritual space. It it also um, spiritually is a number that symbolizes being a messenger. And being a messenger um, at a really... um, distinct and profound way. And then on top of that, me being an (laughs) 11-11, double, um, being in the season of Scorpio. And Scorpio's archetype is that of transformation, rebirth, depth, um, mystery. So being a I kind of put it all together as to say being a messenger, but having to go through a lot of transformation, a lot of rebirths to in fact um, actually get to this space. So, um, and I feel that way. I really feel like I've had so many levels of shifts And changes. And I wanted to make this episode one, obviously, to celebrate. (laughs) Um, I am celebrating my 50th birthday um, in Cartagena, Colombia. And um, I was very intentional about taking time away um, on my own um, to celebrate, um, to honor these 50 years, um, to rest. Um, to think um, and to just continue to have clarity as I'm building and, and moving through and shifting around. Um, and I just wanted to take this episode to talk a little bit about flourishing and flourishing even when there's loss. And I do feel like this is the most, um, the most I've been flourishing ever. My 40s were a really beautiful decade, um, and it's amazing how much how much change and loss actually happened during my 40s. But I loved my 40s because I learned so much about myself, and I accepted so much about myself. And so, what I'm looking forward to and praying for um, and asking guidance for in my fifties is now with this acceptance to truly flourish, um, with now that real truth of self it's like the forties is just kind of grabbing the truths, you know, accepting the truths, um, pondering the truths. So I'm hoping my fifties is now about, okay, now let's, let's, let's move in the truth. Let's flourish even, even when there's loss. And so what I want to accomplish in uh, this shorter than usual um, episode, um, because it's my birthday, I got to go have fun, you know, I got to, (laughs) although I'm pre-recording it, um, is to talk about what, Allowed me to flourish and hopefully give you some food for thought, some consideration. Um, and when I think of the me, I think of the whole me, and so I think of mind, body, and soul. So I'm going to just share at least one thing um, that has allowed me, I think, to really flourish into this 50. I'm looking 50s decade and looking forward to continuing. So, but I want to talk before I get into that about. You know, I said, even when there's loss and, you know, I'm planning for our, um, our next thing of episodes at the top of 2023. And I really hope that at some point in 2023, we can really commit a series on relationships because one, because relationships for me are where my most profound healing has occurred. Um, I don't think that that's necessarily the case for everyone. Um, If you listen to this podcast, you know that I very much um, use astrology as a tool and modality um, for my kind of soul evolution. And one part about my birth chart, um, you know, my sun sign is Scorpio, but, you know, we have every sign in us. But one thing about my chart is um, there's an area of a chart, my north node, um, actually, yeah, my north node is in this seventh house, and seventh house is the house of partnership. And so partnerships, I have a very activated partnerships um, part of my chart, seventh house. My fourth house, my fifth house, and my seventh house are really activated, um, meaning lots of planets and support, but not to get all heavy into that, but for me, I have learned through the years is that I, I learn the most about myself and I do a lot of healing work and a lot of um, transformation by way of of relationship, whether that be in a relationship or loss of relationship. And so I've mentioned this in, I believe, the intro episode, one of the first episodes that we did here on finding your voice after forty about being divorced. And um, I was married for a total of twenty one years. And, um, I am not going to commit this podcast to talking about what that journey was, but I do want to use this loss as a way to kind of convey how important it was for me to make these shifts in order to begin this process of flourishing. And so, you know, understand if, if you've never gone through a divorce, You know, it is, it's just kind of like every other really major thing in our lives. I can't really explain exactly. I can tell you, you know, ins and outs. I will say that my divorce, I think in the whole world of divorces was one for me personally that yes, it was a lot of layers of hmm, pain, but pain in that way of giving birth, I knew that for me, I needed to have the divorce. I needed the loss so that I can, in fact, get the gain. And the gain was me. And I knew this for years in my marriage. I knew that, in fact, me being in the marriage was taking away a part of me. It wasn't because of my my um, former husband. It wasn't. He has his things, you know, of course, Um, I have my things, our relationship had its things, but the beauty of us having that soul contract with each other was I believe he was placed in my life spiritually to help me through so many parts of myself. And then that cycle had to shift and, you know, we're co-parenting. And so we have a different type of relationship at this point. But going through a divorce causes a myriad of losses. And I think that that's the part that I'm not sure if, I think people really just think about divorce as the loss of the marriage, right? Or the loss of having a husband or loss of having a wife, not necessarily fully understanding the scope of loss that happens with divorce. And so I I, I wanted to point that out. And for those who've gone through divorce or who are going through a divorce, who are considering a divorce, you know, I just want to affirm you in how tremendous the loss is beyond just the mate. You know, there's typically a loss of, you know, there's a whole loss of family. You know, your immediate family is going through a shift. And while it's changing into a different type of family, it's a loss of the former family, it's a loss of the extended family it's a loss of housing, your shelter. You know, typically, even if you stay in the same home and your spouse or ex-spouse leaves, that home is not the same home. It's a different home. I chose, we both chose to leave our home and I bought a new home. And um, while that was a massive gain, is a massive gain, I also had a massive loss letting go of that home. And you know, that then also had to shift my career. I was doing music full time because I was in a marriage and financially we had the freedom that I could really pursue my music full time, even though it was very inconsistent money and it was really more so in the phase of paying for itself as opposed to putting all these dollars in either one of our pockets. So going through divorce meant that I had to shift out of music in a different way Blessfully so, thankfully so, I was okay with that because there were changes happening anyway uh, with music and COVID hit. And so the timing was incredibly divine and, and and it's another, it had a lot of flow to it, which was another, for me, confirmation that this loss was a necessary one, um, but still a loss, a loss. And one of maybe the biggest losses for me that, and, and I don't know, there's two more loss I want to talk about, but the, the friendship lost, the, the sense of, you know, a lot of friendships were built on the premise of me being married and not being married anymore. Even when I don't think people intentionally want to cut off your friendships or anything, but a lot of times people don't know how to step in the space of loss. Right. And there are some friendships that where you may have expected people to be able to step in a little bit more and maybe they didn't. I have learned that it wasn't because they don't love you or they don't care or any of that. It's not, it's none of that. It's just, again, when someone else experiences loss, it's, there's a lot to that. It could be a myriad, a myriad of you facing your own marriage and, 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 you know, assessing it when you're watching someone else close to you, you know, change their marriage status. It could just be not really knowing exactly what to do, not knowing exactly what to say or how to step in or how do we, you know, continue the friendship when it's split now. I get it. I get it. I didn't know. I I had a taste of how significant that was going to be because I was separated earlier in my marriage. I was separated um, in 2015 for almost a year. A lot of people didn't know that. And then we decided to come back together, um, and work on some things. Um, but in that year it was really a painful year, emotionally. And um, I really that was my first taste of people not really knowing exactly what to do, or how to step in, or how to even talk to me about possibly considering not being married. So that was a loss that I'm still, you know, my friendship tribe, my understanding, my social kind of actual social network and you know um, how i spend my time how i honor friendship is an area that i i'm hoping that I will continue to learn and flourish in but it was a big loss um and again it wasn't so much that people oh I don't have friends anymore that that wasn't it it's it's just the quality of the friendship i am a different person you know you can't go through a divorce and be the same person I mean maybe you can't i, I don't I don't, I don't see how you become something different and prayerfully, you become something, something more of who you were destined to be and a more of your purpose, which is, I feel what happened with me. Um, and so with that difference, you know, you, you were meeting people and you were having relationship with people based on that other you, right? That other Kenya and now i'm becoming and birthing this other kenya that has been always here but just very nestled and sometimes neglected and sometimes minimized and so relationships changed and that was that was a kind of heavy loss and then you know the the last loss that i'll kind of talk about is just identity you know, when you're married, there's a certain identity with that. And I have a family, I have children, and there's a certain identity that comes along with being a married woman with children. There's a certain identity that comes along with having this house and living in a really beautiful neighborhood, you know, with these children. And, you know, socioeconomically, you know, there's a certain identity with that. So we've got, you know, marital status, socioeconomics, You know, all of those things, you know, even the gender of being a woman, but a married woman, all that changes, (laughs) all that changes, you know? And so you're, you know, at the same time, I'm still Kenya. At the same time, I, in fact, I'm even more of the Kenya that I actually know myself to be, but it's an identity that I have to now step into, um, with more trust, Um, with even more acceptance, with more compassion, with more love and, you know, and, and really be willing to um, develop that identity and, and and in fact, flourish within it. So divorce was kind of my major loss that I think in my forties, some other, I mean, there was, you know, I also lost my father in my forties. So that set off another identity of self that had to come about no longer having a parent in this human space, but now having a different relationship with him. Um, and as he's, you know, transitioned into another space, that was, a, that was another really, really major big loss, obviously. And, you know, the loss of my, you know, my children, I'm empty, starting to empty nest and that relationship shifting. So just a lot, but, and not, but, and, I'm still flourishing and I'm actually feeling super excited about moving forward and still a little anxious, you know, I'd be lying. I just know that the physical is really changing and, you know, I'm watching the changes and feeling the changes. And, you know, my goal is just to simply keep nurturing, you know, just nurturing self where she is and giving her, probably the most love she's ever gotten so far. Um, and so there, so, so I want to wrap up in our last few minutes or so as I turn 50 (laughs) talking about mind, body, and soul. And so these are things through these losses that I just explained. These are things that have helped me one thing, and I've done many, many more than I'm going to say, but these are kind of, I think the main, main things, for the mind, body, and soul that have really helped me move, I think start this new decade with a flourish mindset. So when we talk about the mind, I think the biggest thing that I have done, and I would say all of this mainly since the loss, since the divorce loss, um, I wasn't doing these things regularly, and I am now since the loss, and I think they're really helping me to be grounded and and to to flourish. For the mind, meditation by far. I cannot urge enough, I cannot urge enough for people to consider a meditation practice. Meditation is not about having a blank mind. It's about having a sense of stillness. It's about allowing having a sense of release, releasing chatter, releasing the extra thoughts, creating a, a sense of calm internally and externally. And for me, when you get in that stillness, that's when you can really hear God. That's when you can really hear higher source. That's where you can really hear your own intuition allowing to, you know, unveiling to you and giving you the downloads of how to keep moving forward. Without meditation, I wouldn't have had these downloads. you know, this loss that and a myriad of others and all the things that you know triggered, really, I needed a lot of stillness in my mind. And even coming up, you know, even doing this podcast, I know I wouldn't have done this podcast without having that significant loss and then having the ability to really settle my mind so that I can move forward. So that's been huge in um, assisting me with this flourishing mindset. In terms of the body, slowing down. (laughs) And I'm still trying to learn this, but even, you know, and I'm, listen, mm, this is a tough lesson for me. My body is definitely, you know, I, I just admit it. Listen, I'm perimenopausal. I'm not in menopause yet. I ain't there yet, but I, you know, my body is definitely prepping me for that. And I'm, I'm just nurturing her just nurturing her. And one of the ways she wants to be nurtured is to sit my tail down, slow down. She's forcing that more and more. So the slowdown is real. And also just instead of getting in these heavy workouts, these hit workouts and run, nope. The body's like, we're going to shift the way you move this body. Give us more flow, please. Give us more flow. So I have mentioned this before, I believe, but Piyo, which is a mixture of Pilates and yoga, that's really, um my go-to and walking um, and I'll do a little bit of strength training here and there, but really slow it down and baths, deep, deep soaks with Epsom salts and lavenders and candles and incense and Himalayan salts and I mean I my bath is spa time and my body says thank you girl. thank you. And so I'm all about the bath time, all about the soaks. It's really helped my body physically to, it's another, it's almost kind of like meditation for the body for me. Being in the water like that really gives me, it, it puts me in the now, very much how meditation does. So those, that's, that is a really big tip to consider those things for the body. And then last for the soul. So, you know, me and my soul practices and what I do to nurture my soul. I I really started um, my soul journey in a really intentional way um, in 2009. And I believe I mentioned this early um, in one of the first podcasts or so that I I did a pretty intense spiritual retreat. And so for me, for the past, um, you know, 13 years, Um, going on 14 years, I've really um, done a lot to make sure that I attend to my soul in a very specific way. But one thing that I had not done um, with as much intention, um, even though I have been a student um, of this since I was a child, is astrology. I've always been drawn to it. Since I was little, I would, you know, I knew what all the signs were you know, since I was little. And, and um, but that's all I knew, just the sun signs. And I could tell like the archetypes and it all just made sense. And I, you know, it was very easy for me to be able to get an idea of how people, what their personality was going to be like by knowing, you know, their sign. And I just thought it just like, oh, I know your hair color is brown. So it's brown. Or I know your hair is curly, so it's going to curl up. That's really how I always thought about it. And that was just, I, I never really went past that. But when COVID hit, because so much was happening and because I am so intentional with spiritual practices, I recognize the need to dig deeper into astrology. And as I have dug deeper into my own astrology, I've actually now been really educated and mentored and coached. And now I offer it as a modality to help others. Oh my goodness. I, I cannot urge enough how powerful, how powerful astrology is. And I know that I think it was episode um, I want to say seven with Wilda and we, we just nudged a little bit into it, but I really encourage you to just, just, just give it a moment. Cause it has a lot of power. And for me, I would say it's been one of the most magical, um, adventures, um, and inquiries really learning more about it and how, in fact, it's helped me so much just to learn more about myself. And why do what I do? And it's allowed me to really have so much more grace and compassion for myself. These things I'm like, oh, I need to change. I need to fix. No, when I started learning the astrology and saying, no, baby, you are wired this way. So these are the ways we're going to nurture this so that it moves in a healthy direction and not in a toxic direction. And not in an unproductive or stagnant how are we going to master this so that we can use the good of it? And, and that's what, you know, I encourage you to think about is that what it does is it allows you, it's a modality, it's a tool. It's not a religion. Um, It's just a tool by which to get to know yourself better so that as you're making decisions, as you're choosing things, as you are learning how to do something, as you're better understanding yourself, it just gives a lot of room for you to, to, again, have more compassion for what it is you do, how it is you are and even how it is that you are within relationships and so forth. So really, really powerful for me. I think also just really learning a lot more about ancestral healing has also really, really helped um, me in my soul and spiritual life in terms of learning how to have better relationship with those who have transitioned um, to give me a sense of calm and grounding in this human existence. So all of those things, meditation for the mind, Slowing down and good old soaks and flow exercise for the body and astrology and ancestral healing for the soul. Those are all things that have really helped me to flourish. And so I hope that this has given you some food for thought. I hope that you, whatever age you are, you will honor yourself um, by celebrating yourself, however that is. And that you move through and into a flourishing, abundant mindset so that your life follows suit. Um, And so that's what I have to offer. And as usual, you know, this is the me personally. And part of my me personally always pays it forward professionally. Um, And again, if you're curious, like, hmm... I want to learn maybe more about some of those things. I am so happy to talk to you, honestly, really. Send questions, send email info at findingyourvoiceafter40.com. Share your questions, share your comments. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to take it a step even further and you want just a little bit more maybe guidance from me professionally, then you can also um, go to findingyourvoiceafter40.com and you can book a free discovery call because I would love listen all of these lessons are not for me to hoard they're personal lessons but my professional life I've chosen my professional life to really align with a lot of who I am personally so feel free to book that session and um, I'd love to meet you but if not just just go ahead and send me an email I just you know and if you have comments I would love to hear from you so happy birthday to me Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, dear Kenya. (laughs) Happy birthday to me. Ah, Scorpio season. So super duper excited. Thank you all so much for listening to this. And I hope that you too will consider your losses as ultimately new gains. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast and share on social media using hashtag findingyourvoiceafter40. To submit questions, email info at findingyourvoiceafter40.com.